0: The following audio drama is rated PG, for parental guidance. You should experience lots of explosions with no body parts. Parents should be ready to cover their ears.
1: This is a production, and entertainment is always free.
2: Hello, CBS. This is Berlin. The Sands are running fast. Tonight, here in Berlin, we should have a decision whether it's to be peace or war. It's just 8 minutes to 8, Berlin time, and Sir Neville Henderson, the British ambassador, is due to arrive any minute now from London. A big Mercedes car is waiting for him out at the tip of his air drone and we'll rush him to Herr Hitler's Chancellor in the Wilhelmstrasse as soon as he arrives. The outcome of this historic meeting is now in the lap of God.
3: Welcome to another episode of Broken Sea Audio Productions' pulp hit, Jake Sampson, Monster Hunter. In our last episode... Jake and his companions are called to investigate the theft of an ancient Norse artifact from New York's most famous museum. This missing item is no less than the Gjallarhorn, the legendary instrument believed by the Vikings to announce the final battle that will end the world and bring about a new civilization of Aryan supermen, and the Nazis have it. Can Jake Samson find the hidden Nazi base and silence the sound of Armageddon in time? Or will the Reich overthrow humanity with a massive army of undead slaves, all blind followers of the Horn of Valhalla? Mm-hmm.
4: I guess lost my head back at that old cabaret. Understandable.
5: But you need to realize who we're dealing with.
4: A bunch of homicidal maniacs and evil sorcerers?
5: <laughs> Perhaps a bit oversimplified, but yes. You were actually pretty lucky.
4: Was that? Did that feller turn me into a frog or something? Probably, yes. Joey! I tell you, Jake, y'all run in some really weird circles. Well, where there's strange, <laughs> and for the record, I don't like leaving old Rita there in that big old barn like we did. Who knows what could happen to her without me being close by? Shoot, what if we need to make a quick escape out of this Nazi nut house?
5: Dieter is an old friend, Tex. We spent a couple semesters at Miskatonic together. We can trust him. Besides. He's a savvy enough student of the arts in his own right that he could throw up some protective wards around the Rita to keep anyone from seeing her.
0: Are you saying he's a sorcerer, too? Just like Untermeyer? I don't know if I'm comfortable with that.
4: That counts double for me, Lucy. I thought all that magic hocus-pocus stuff was what y'all were always fighting against, Jay. It's not all bad, Tex.
5: A large part of magic, like technology or knowledge of any kind, really. It's what you do with it. There are also different kinds of magical practitioners out there. Some use it to help, some to harm. Others, like Untermeyer, have their own agendas, if nothing else but to make life more cushy for themselves.
4: (sighs) Okay, Jake. Now, I might not be the sharpest pitchfork in that old haystack, you know, but what did he mean back in Berlin about us going to see the Munich countryside and check out some big old beer bash when the fate of the world's at stake?
5: That was only part of the clue, text. The bigger answer was in his comment about Oktoberfest. It originated as a harvest celebration in Bavaria about 125
4: years ago. In Munich, to be precise. I still ain't sure what y'all's getting at. But wouldn't it be faster to fly there, at least? Technically,
5: yes but my hope is we can make a less conspicuous arrival if we go by rail think about it tex if you were up in a german air tower wouldn't you find a large american plane painted with a pin-up girl and the words rowdy rita on it just a bit noticeable
4: (laughs) well there is that
0: okay so we're going to munich then but once we get there then what It's not like there are going to be signs posted at the train station saying secret Nazi testing ground for supernatural weapons right this way.
5: No, Lucy, but I suspect what we will find is something much worse.
0: You've got to be kidding. Like what?
5: Dachau. (laughs)
4: Ah, here y'all go again. Talking weird languages, Jake. What's a dark cow? It's hell on earth, Tex.
5: What the Nazis call a concentration camp. They bill it as a holding area for political malcontents. But what it is, is a place for imprisoning and killing innocent people solely because they're the wrong race, religion, or sexual orientation. Or whatever else they deem is not characteristic to their idea of the ideal race. They've also been known to experiment on those poor souls the way our scientists work with lab rats.
0: Jake, that's awful.
4: We gonna let them all
0: out?
5: I wish we could, Tex. But we are only three. And it's gonna take a lot bigger force to get that accomplished. But, I have it on good authority, that may happen soon enough. So
0: you think the horn is there, Jake. In that horrible place?
5: Not in it, Lucy but near it. My research shows that about 10 miles northwest of Munich, near Dachau, is a former munitions factory. On its grounds is the camp. Naturally, that kind of setup would give it plenty of open space for conducting tests of all kinds of explosives and other ordnance, among other things. So y'all reckon
4: they might be trying to test that old horn over yonder?
5: Yes, Tex a fair amount of space plus easy access to an ongoing surplus of dead bodies make for a likely proving ground
0: now i think i'm missing the picture jake what does the horn have to do with dead prisoners
5: well lucy if it is indeed the galler horn then my hunch is that the nazis believe they can somehow reanimate the corpses with it to supply their war machine with an endless undead army with which to take over the world
4: well its uncle adolf as the king of the new world.
5: More like God, Tex. He'd effectively control both the living and the
4: dead. Man, I wish y'all didn't give Mr. Underpants back there that big old hot and pig sticker from Bob Howard. Just right now, I swear to my Aunt Tilly, I would take it and shove it so far up that old fuse. Texas, hold on. What? Dang it, Lucy, don't y'all see what's going on? This ain't like some of our other ventures where it was just us up against a few vampires or mummies or a bunch of old guys in bathrobes worshiping some big old octopus critter. This guy has some major artillery, and he's surrounded by a dead gum army and a country full of fanatics, and we're right, right in the middle of it, and we don't have nothing to defend ourselves with.
5: That's not entirely true, Tex.
4: <laughs> what do we have, Jake? <coughs> Your trusty old broom handle, some of them weird glowing spheres y'all done tossed out at that bar a couple years back before we ran into them old death stalkers. I hate to tell y'all this, partner, that ain't gonna be enough. We have our wits, Tex, and right now that's the best weapon we've got. Y'all gotta pardon me, Jake. I know we done gotten into and out of some pretty hairy situations. And I ain't even talking about no werewolves. Makes even that old Fu Manchu look pretty tight.
5: It's no less a grave situation, I'll grant you that. But there's also no less of a chance we'll succeed.
0: Do you know something we don't, Jake?
5: Usually. But there are still some unknown quantities. I think I'll have a better idea once we get to our destination and I can see how much of my hunch is right. For now, I just need you to trust me. And if the water gets too hot, let me do the talking.
6: But Jake, I
5: have I ever let you down, Tex? <laughs>
2: when I left it a few minutes ago, was maintaining silence, preferring to wait until it knew what Ambassador Henderson brought back. The feeling in German government circles on the eve of this crucial meeting is still firm. The entire press this evening maintains that Germany cannot and will not compromise, that the Reich will not budge an inch from its demands on Poland for the return of Danzig in the Corridor. It is not entirely ruled out, of course, that the British answer, which it's believed contains certain counter-proposals, may necessitate a reply. But the tension has become so terrific that it does not seem possible to anyone here that it can long continue, probably not past tonight, without events taking a turn one way or the other, as the Germans say, so oder so.
3: Hang on. This is not what I was trained for. I wanted to be a trifle, but instead I am stopped guarding these things. <laughs> I, I cannot stand this duty. Mm. only I could be in Munich this winter. Mm. Uh, just go out and I would like to go out
1: for a smoke.
3: What are these things? Mm. These creatures? do did not enlist to deal with the dead bodies that don't know when they stay dead or get back. You cannot break these chains, so don't even try. These things are disgusting. What kind of a duty is this anyway? I really wish they would stop with the demonic. Why are you looking at me like that? You cannot break these chains. Don't even try. Well, maybe
1: the butt of my rifle will teach you some manners. Shh! The commandant. What is it? The commandant comes to the hangar.
3: You said you had news about Operation Valhalla?
7: Yeah, Herr yeah, Commandant. The are uh, warriors. We returned from the dead have been experiencing some unforeseen difficulties.
3: What kind of difficulties?
7: Apart from being uncontrollable by anyone except he who holds the horn, they have a finite animation time, after which they simply cease to function and exhibit a tremendously accelerated decomposition.
3: Can you not raise them again? Nein,
7: Herr Kommandant. It would appear the corpses have a limited, shall we say, lifespan
3: Then it is fortunate we have an ample supply of material from which to draw, Herr Professor. However, I would suspect our prisoners will hardly prove as effective, even reanimated, when compared to the rejuvenated bodies of our much more fit soldiers.
7: That mein here. That brings me to mine other findings, mein here. While they are indeed resistant to most weaponry, fire will destroy them as easily as if they lived. As will decapitation or a shot to the head
3: fascinating so they are not as invincible as i imagine still they should easily triple our ranks even for a short time the opportunity to reuse both our dead and those of our enemies should prove most valuable tell me do you think you could duplicate the horn to issue to all the battalion
7: commanders i could not say her commandant I am merely a scientist. Perhaps members of uh, those who manufactured the Mute might be capable of some success in such a feat?
3: We are running out of time, Herr Professor. Destiny awaits our Fuhrer, and you know he is not a patient man. I understand, my dear. We shall need to increase the longevity of the reanimated troops. There are certain special servants of the Fatherland who must be returned to their former glory in order to, to ensure the success of our endeavors and the advent of the New Order.
7: Ya yeah, Herr Their bodies are in a temperature-controlled holding facility as we speak.
3: Exit. Contact me at once when you have at least tripled the corpse's viability rate. You have three weeks to accomplish this. But, my dear, that could take months. Perhaps... You will contribute to our cause in this manner, or as one of the reanimated masses. Is this clear?
7: Ja, Herr Commandant.
4: See anything with them old spy glasses, Jake? Definitely a Nazi camp
5: of some sort. And right on the grounds of an old munitions facility. Nothing particularly suspicious, though.
4: Well, by the way, my little tummy's grumbling. I'd say it's just about dinner time. Maybe the folks in the mess hall?
5: Wait. There's a couple of trucks pulling into the camp. Supplies? Doubtful at this time of day, Lucy. The Germans are a highly regulated bunch. They would have handled all that in the morning.
4: Probably coming back from some training exercise or beating up little old ladies or something. I
5: see people getting out of the trucks. The soldiers are helping them.
0: Oh, Jake, please don't tell me they're prisoners.
5: Well, they're certainly moving slow enough to be, but. something strange about them. The way they move, their clothes. An odd combination of styles, some of them looking to be particularly out of date.
4: So now the Nazis are arresting people because they don't dress with the times? Shoot, just when I thought these guys couldn't stoop any lower.
5: I mean out of date by decades. In some cases, centuries. Ragged cloth, furs, pieces of armor and helmets. Very strange.
0: Well, where there's strange, there's always Samson.
5: The soldiers are hurting these people like cattle. We need to go down and get a closer look.
2: This is Berlin. Germany seemed already on a complete war footing today. Most papers praise the German woman for the calmness with which she has taken not only the rationing of foodstuffs and materials, but also the spirit with which she has seen her menfolk, husbands, sons, or fathers off to the army in the last few days. The military took an ever increasing part in the picture in Berlin as today advanced. Cars with high army officers sped up and down the Wilhelmstrasse or down the Tiergartenstrasse to the war ministry in the Benderstrasse. Squadrons of big bombers have also been roaring low over the city in formation. In other words, though the talking stage has not yet been completely abandoned, the grim preparation for the worst goes on.
5: see it with my own eyes, I wouldn't have believed it. Looks like my theory was right.
0: <laughs> Considering all the things you actually have seen, Jake, that's pretty scary.
4: Y'all reckon things are so bad they're recruiting anyone they get to fill up their old troops? <sighs> Even really <laughs> old folks like those guys? Are you kidding? My
0: grandmother moves faster than
5: these guys. It may be in the ballpark, Lucy, but that's not the problem. What is it? All those people shambling in that yard are already dead. Looks like they're herding them into that hangar.
4: (sighs) Y'all mean the Nazis got zombies too now? Like them pirates that attacked our ship during that trip to Haiti?
5: There are different forms of zombie Tex. You'll both recall the ones in Haiti were actually still alive. Just poor souls that had fallen under Lady Croxley's spell. They weren't true undead. But I'm willing to bet a buck that these guys are.
0: I hardly think the Reich would be employing voodoo priestesses, Jake.
5: Bravo, Lucy. It's doubtless the result of the horn. The Nazis have been testing it. What I can't figure out is why bother creating zombies. They're usually nothing more than mindless, shambling shells of flesh. Very difficult to actually order around. Hardly worth having for a real fight against trained live troops
8: cannon fodder
5: perhaps or maybe just some disposable bodies with which to supplement their ranks to send into battle to confuse allied troops in order to waste their ammunition to distract them while the enemy cuts them down mercilessly
0: and if they fall you just make new ones
5: out of a constant supply of freshly killed soldiers both allied and Nazi yes but zombies tend to be a one-shot deal Lucy Even reanimated, they have a limited shelf life. They are also very susceptible to fire, acid, and damage to the brain. (laughs) It's always aimed for the head, eh, Jake? Precisely. Unless, of course, you have a flamethrower
4: on you. I'll put it on my Christmas list.
0: (laughs) Well, this sure looks like a place for conducting twisted experiments. The question is, where have they hidden the horn?
5: When not in use, I should think somewhere safe like a commandant's office. But what we'll need first is a diversion.
0: Got something special in mind, Jake?
5: Something big and loud enough to wake the old dead? More like something bright, loud, and hot enough to put him back to sleep. For good.
4: His me of that cattle bar back at the old Texas State Fair back in 11. Oh, I don't expect President Wilson to show up and give us a speech this time.
0: Considering he's been dead for over 10 years, probably not. Ugh, right now, I wish it were a cattle bar, Tex. I think it would smell better. The stench in here is Incredible. <laughs>
4: hey, that big magic horn, who knows who that might have dug <laughs> up? Well, would you look at that? That guy in the corner. He's got kind of a distinguished presidential. Exactly.
0: There's nothing at all holy about these these, these things. This is beyond wrong. These creatures are an abomination. They're against all that's natural in this world, and I can totally see why the Nazis are so taken with them.
4: And they got dozens of them here, too. Can you
0: imagine what would
4: happen if we weren't here
0: doing this right now? Tex, look over there. They're... they're children. I don't know if I can... Look here, Lisa. These things ain't
4: been children in a hundred years. You just gotta know if you get close enough, they gonna try to take a bite out of y'all, just like old Woodrow back there just trying to get me!
0: I know, I know. That still doesn't make things easier. Alright, hand me some of those little black things Jake gave you.
4: Here,
0: just toss them in a few piles of straw
4: all over the once as soon as we get outside, I'll get the switch activated.
0: Alright, let's get this over with. Jake's
5: doing. All right. If I were a magical Norse horn, where would I hide? Desk drawer? No. Filing cabinet? No. Now, what have we here? The Commandant's Personal Bar. Hmm. Maybe a little something to help me think. Jim Beam. Well, now, maybe you guys aren't complete savages after all. (sighs) That's more like it. Well, now, if it isn't Uncle Adolf. Good God, how can this guy get any work done with a picture of you staring at him all day? What were you thinking with the little mustache? Chaplin played it off so much better. Wait a second. What are the odds? Nah. That would be almost too obvious. Wall safe behind the picture. (laughs) Wow. You guys are something else. Okay, now let's see if I've still got the touch.
8: Not, Not now! you, my But tomorrow promises to be a particularly exciting day. (laughs) I should like to be realistic. Ah,
3: the consummate professional, my dear. You realize, of course, that it is thanks to you that we are on the badge of such a victory. Your infiltration into the American Museum and recovery of the Horn will not only win this war, but bring you unparalleled favor in the eyes of our Fuhrer. I
8: was simply doing my duty for the right, my dear.
3: And you shall be richly rewarded, my dear. In fact, right now I should like to bestow upon you my personal gratitude. (laughs) <laughs> oh, you've got to be
5: kidding.
8: <coughs> Perhaps a drink would be refreshing, yeah?
3: Splendid. A little something with which to warm us up on a chilly autumn
5: night. Can't you guys go out for coffee or something? I have some splendid
3: American whiskey, if you would like. What is
8: It is coming from the crater holding facility. I think we have spies! Hmm.
3: On your knees, Schweiner, It would seem our discussions have borne little fruit during the night. Perhaps some early morning fresh air will help you gather your thoughts as to why a pair of Americans were found sneaking around our camp.
4: Hey, it's just like I told y'all. Me and the missus here, we were just on the way to Oktoberfest and we took a wrong turn Ending up inside y'all's camp.
3: <laughs> it would seem we also have a comedian in our midst. Tell me, American, are you perhaps with the USO?
0: That's that's right. We're Burns and Allen, famous American comedians with the USO. Aren't we, George? <laughs> um, Yeah, Gracie. Just uh, gearing up to do some shows
4: and thought we might try to spread a little goodwill here in old Munich. Sure, our countries have their differences, but we think we can all work out peaceable like. Ah,
0: a good will gesture? Sure! Sometimes that's all it takes for people to resolve their differences. We're just hoping to do our part. Alan,
3: how big a fool do you take me for?
0: I don't know. What sizes are there?
3: They do have radios in Germany. And you do not have the petty boop-like voice of Gracie Allen, nor is George Burns a cowboy.
8: The
0: gig's up, Texas.
8: Wait, did you just call him Texas? As in Texas Hold'em?
4: Oh, uh, it's just nickname, because that's where I'm from, y'all know. Folks never buy that house from New York or England, which sounds kind of weird for a nickname anyways, so it just kind of stuck.
8: Then, I suspect you must be Lucy Carter, the niece of the English archaeologist. (laughs) Well, word
4: gets around fast, don't it?
3: Oh my, this is indeed an exciting day. Texas Hold'em and Lucy Carter in my camp. That can only mean one thing, of course. Somewhere nearby is the elusive Jake Sampson. The question
0: is there. Well, since we're making introductions, who are you? I mean, you know, besides a bunch of toadies for some
8: genocidal lunatic. (coughs) Ah. Still your tongue, or I will see it removed. Ah. Wait. I think
0: I may know you after all. Valda Schwartkampf. Track and field hopeful for the German Olympic team, right? Your specialty was the javelin throw. Good. Yeah, but not good enough to take the gold medal. Or the silver.
8: (laughs) Not even a bronze, apparently. Good enough to take an even greater prize away from a pathetic American security guard. (laughs) What the Reich will accomplish with a horn of Valhalla will make those Greek-born games pale by comparison. I shall become greater than any mere Olympian.
3: So, Miss Carter, Mr. Holden, where is your distinguished leader? Hmm? <laughs> right
4: now, probably waiting for a whole posse of howling commanders come storming down on y'all's camp. Any minute now.
3: <laughs> I admire your sense of humor, Mr. Hold'em. However exaggerated and senseless it is. I suspect word of our desire for the Yala horn has reached his ears, and you have come to steal it back, yes? However, your plan has unfortunately failed. So
4: you will think, Fritz. <laughs> If I know
3: Jake... You are not the only one who knows Jake Sampson. We are also acquainted, and furthermore, I also know he would not risk the lives of his closest friends on such a futile endeavor. Jake! Jake Sampson! I know you are near. You will show yourself right now. Now is not the time to play games with me, Sampson. I have your friends. Very well. You will reveal yourself to me by the count of three, or I shall shoot one of them in the head. One. Two. Three. <sharp inhale> <sharp inhale> <sharp inhale> What do you think of that, Samson? Perhaps I should bring Mr. Holdem back as one of the barking Dead now, yes? Maybe I should make a matching pair of him and Miss Carter?
0: Oh, Jake, why? Where are you?
3: Perhaps I overestimated you, Jake? Maybe you're not the hero that people think you are after all? You are just a coward! You have let the cowboy die for you and soon will follow the girl. Will you allow that too? Or will you be a man and come after me? I shall give her what I gave Mr. Hold'em to the count of three and then she will join him. One, two, your time has almost run out, Jake. Very well, it seems you have made your decision. Goodbye, Miss Carter. Three, boss.
0: This one's for text. <laughs> Hold up! After her! Jake! They killed Tex!
5: I'll get him, Lucy. Behind you! Here, catch!
8: My whip? That whip will do you no good! Uh. 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 It's too late, Lucy. The two of you cannot overcomes the might of the right That is not what we're here for. That
0: uh, works for uh, our soldiers to win. Uh, we're just a, a brief uh, distraction.
8: Uh, a distraction? Yes, not true. They too. are
7: going
8: uh, the
0: right
8: to him! It's horn! Shoot him! Well...
5: Let's go, Lucy. I've got text. That was a close one.
0: Close one? Is that all you can say, Jake? It was a close one?
5: It was. Your timing and getting captured was perfect.
0: I wish I could say the same for you. We didn't purposely get captured, you know. Tech stepped on a cat's tail and alerted the guards. They came in with guns drawn and nearly shot us right there. Not that it seems to matter to you, since you've racked up another mission accomplished. Lucy... In case you missed it, Jake Sampson. Tex is dead. Why didn't you swoop in guns blazing sooner? Why did you wait?
5: Two reasons. One, I had to set up a series of explosives to make them think the army was attacking. You may recall we were a little outnumbered. And two, I wasn't really worried about Tex.
0: What? Not worried about. Of all the cold and callous things to say about the sweetest, kindest, most heroic...
4: Oh, shucks,
0: (laughs) ma'am. Tex? I didn't... Tex! No, y'all care. Tex! You big log! We thought you were dead! How...
5: Had you let me get a word in edgewise, Lucy, I would have told you. Tex had on the Pausheka Brony Belt, Remember? He was protected by magic that's a lot more powerful than a bullet from a Luger, even at close range. Our brave Texan bought me some valuable time.
4: Here, serve,
5: partner. And you did a heck of a job, old friend. In fact, I think you just helped save the entire world.
4: <laughs> well, instead of a medal, y'all reckon get me some. Ugh. Aspirin or something? Shoot, my noggin feels like you got hit by a sledgehammer.
5: Here, drink this. Dieter brewed it up for you to help you heal faster than any commercial pharmacy brew.
4: Y'all giving me a magic potion? Something wrong with that? I, I appreciate it, Jake. But if it's all the same to y'all, I'd rather heal up the old-fashioned way. Don't want to risk change this here way is texas draw <laughs> if you can catch my <laughs> oh, <Ow. Ow. laughs> we got the horn back though right
5: we sure did tex
4: what a, what about the crowds
5: ah uh, they're not sure what hit them by now i suspect they're shoveling up zombie ashes and trying to come up with a good excuse for their higher-ups How they lost their latest secret weapon.
0: But what if the Nazis try to steal it from the museum again?
5: Not a chance. I've spoken to Mr. Henley and his team, and they're already creating a perfect facsimile for the exhibit. Nobody should be the wiser.
0: What about the original?
5: Something of that magnitude needs to be stored somewhere far beyond the reach of anyone who can abuse it.
4: Is that possible?
5: Yes, I think so. Mr. Churchill and I have a very trusted friend who can keep it safe.
0: Are you sure?
5: There's no better guardian on earth, Lucy. Guaranteed.
4: If and y'all say so, I tell you, that fancy night's belt was great against the bullet, but it still hurt like it kicked in the head by a spooked mule, Jake. Really? I'd really rather not like to get shot again. <laughs> Thank you very much.
5: Some things in life I just can't promise, Tex. The only thing I can assure you of is that life with me will never be dull. Well,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. So, what do you think happened to Valdo and the Commandant?
5: I can only imagine. Especially with the Commandant's track record against me. His superiors certainly don't handle failure well.
7: Bob Kraut speaking. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. Right at this moment, Hitler is fervently thanked Mussolini. In Berlin, Field Marshal Hermann Goering has served notice that Germany intends to go after Czechoslovakia. Czechoslovakia has protested to Germany. It claims that German planes have flown over Czech boundaries, and so Germany promises an investigation.
2: This broadcast... From five world capitals has been a presentation of Columbia's Department of Special Events. This is the Columbia Broadcasting Center.
9: Report!
3: Samson invaded our camp with an elite task force of commandos. Our small outfit was hopelessly outgunned. I barely escaped as it was. Escape? So
9: rather and fight alongside your men in defense of the Fatherland, and the object with which you were entrusted,
3: you chose to run? A strategic move on my part. I know Samson. I can find him and recover the horn within a fortnight. A fortnight? A fortnight? You fool.
9: Within the week, I expect that horn to be lost to us and in the hands of those damned Templars. For certain, we will not be able to recover it. I
3: will not fail you again, mine Herr. I just need a little
9: extra time. You will not fail me again, for your time has just run out <laughs> Hitler, put me through to the Fuhrer. Mein Fuhrer, Project Valhalla has taken a sudden unexpected turn. Ja, those responsible have been... ...disciplined. Ja, I have provisions in place. We have recruited a much more competent man directly from the Thule Society. His name is Wagner. (laughs) Oh, ja, Mein Fuhrer, the same as your favorite musical composer. I agree. It is a good omen. It shall be the twilight of man and the rise of the Obermensch. Ja, the expedition is already underway. My Führer, I would rather kill myself than disappoint the Reich. Where Project Valhalla failed, Project Allfather will succeed.
1: Thank you for listening to Jake Sampson, The Horn of Valhalla, Episode 2. Written by Mark Kalida and mixed by Bill Holwig. Starring in tonight's tale, Jake Sampson was Mark Kalida, Texas Hold'em was Bill Holwick Lucy was Lynn Cullen The announcer was Ellie Hirschman The commandant was Alan Subkowiak Valda was Tanya Milošević from Lightning Bolt Theatre of the Mind The Nazi scientist was Paul Mannering Himmler was Gary Cobham The zombies were Lothar Tuppen, Carriers and Jeff Ballard The Nazis were Lothar Tuppen, Stevie K. Farnaby Carriers and Jeff Ballard the music in tonight's episode, the Jake Sampson theme Gloomy Sunday, written by Rezo Cirrus, performed by Artie Shaw and his orchestra, also included The Celestial Aeon Project, Brian Bocchicchio of Seraphic Panoply, Peter Wicks of Westlake Films, and selections from Wagner Das Rheingold from the Internet Archive. Also from the Internet Archive, Vera Lynn, Marlena Dietrich, Propaganda and Music of the Nazis, and the World War II 1938 news reports. Stay tuned for more Jake Sampson adventures and check out some of our other shows only at www.brokensea.com. And I, Lothar Tuppen, am your end credits announcer. This has been a Broken Sea Audio production.
6: Without, and within, the world was dying. The brazen base races of man gave birth to ages where greed for gain and violence flourished, where honor and nobility were profaned, while lies and unrestrained consumption were made sacred. Scars covered the mother of thunder. What once was wild was now tamed and sickened. The light of the unconquered sun turned bloated and red, and its blood flowed freely, and mankind continued to hasten its old death amidst the obsidian towers. Poor haunted wastelands and shadowed tombs are this Agid world, those who looked behind the tattered sorrows woke to the sounds of steel on steel and knew now was the time when mankind would either fall to its own insignificance or become as them, beyond the boundaries of dualities, freed from the shackles of their baseness and their forgotten nobility. Without and within, the world was dying. And among the Tatars, crimson things began to move.
4: What do you want from me, Lorak? Just a sorcerer.
1: (laughs) Nothing more. I'm a Bone Master. What part of Necromancer confuses you? Exorak, what the hell are those? Blood silks. there are as many of them as all the people you've killed in your life.
4: This isn't good.
1: I think a finger bone will do very nicely here. Don't try talking to me, you evil demon spawn. I'm protected by the Harbingers. No one said death was fair.
0: The storm might be a problem though. The
1: storm?
0: Yes, there are things in the storm. But it might cover our tracks as well.
1: It is a ghost storm, isn't it?
0: Horrible gods and the sorrows.
9: Some of us see opportunity in what is
1: forbidden. The tattered sorrows weep here.
6: Only those belonging to the crimson tatters can
0: pass. Before we fall, we'll make them terrified of us. You
1: sound like you have a plan. Tell me you have a plan. You said you hoped I'm as good as they say I am. Well, here's where you find out. Ha! Broken Sea Audio presents The Sword of the Crimson Tatters, an original sword and sorcery audio drama created and produced by Lothar Tuppen. Only at BrokenSea.com.
5: One day, I shall come back. And return I did, several times, in several different bodies, though many would try to prevent it. Not allowed, me, but I'm allowed everywhere. However, I always managed to find my way. I just reversed the polarity of the neutron flow, and invited many lovely people along the way to come with me. Would you like a jelly, baby? It's gone on like that for a very long time. And although I say it myself, my adventures have become a stuff of legends. People have asked me, why do I keep doing it? It's quite simple, really. I'm the doctor. It's what I do.
7: Broken Sea Audio presents... Doctor Who, starring Mark Kalita as The Doctor, and Adriana Melendez as Olivia LaFleuil. This audio short is part of the Doctor Who podcast from Broken Sea Audio. For more information, go to www.brokensea.com slash Doctor Who. The 21st century has brought us some truly professional audio drama production groups. Darker Projects, the BBC's Big Finish, and Phantom Frame, to name a few. Now, there's these guys.
6: As we grow older, we replace mother and father with both
8: he only <laughs> lives once say. <save. laughs> <laughs> I hate it when they scream. Freeze,
0: freeze,
7: freeze. Broken Sea Audio Productions would like to apologize in advance to anyone who is offended or otherwise concerned about the content of Ulysses Galactic Guides and Bounties, Inc. As a gesture, we would like to offer a free gift. Send a stamped, self addressed envelope to Sydney H. Ulysses care of brokenseaudio.com the internet we will then send you blueprints for a chasm spanning structure we suggest you utilize these to build a bridge and get over it two guys who had way too much time on their hands. A new epic sci-fi audio adventure series. Ulysses Galactic Guides and Bounties, Inc. Featuring the voice talents of Doug Manlin, Natasha Lathrop, Damaris Mannering, and introducing Fifi the Wonder Camel. Just how much abuse can one universe take? Ulysses Galactic Guides and Bounties, Inc., a new epic sci fi audio adventure series that leaves no sacred cow untipped. From BrokenSea.com. There goes the galaxy.
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your president speaking. I just wanted to say that I support Broken Sea Productions and all the fine work that they're doing for this country. Where's that intern? Hell, oh, yeah. you think you can let that intern in here just for a couple minutes before I go see the Russian premier? Oh, I'm having problems lighting my cigar. Oh.
8: I thought you would never ask. <laughs>